Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys we are here with the hollywood life podcast and there is so much news this week it has been busy 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 you would not think that this was like the doldrums of summer First of all, Black China and Rob Kardashian, there is so much to talk about in that incredibly toxic situation. Then Ben Affleck, it turns out that he has got a new girlfriend, Lindsay Shookus, but not such a new girlfriend. It's His relationship is public now, but apparently it's been going on for quite some time. And then Jay-Z and Beyonce, he released his new album and it's like an, it's, it's his flip side of Lemonade. So got to talk about the Jay-Bay relationship, but I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with Hollywood Life's fashion director, Katrina Mitsiliotis. She has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus. One time she met John Stamos on a plane and he told her she was pretty. Hello. Oh, I love that. That's from uh, Mean Girls. That's a good one. That John Stamos. He's yeah, like everywhere. He is. I love John Stamos. He's the man who doesn't age. He doesn't. I, I have to say, like, Bonnie, how you have your Canadian pride. That's my Greek pride. Uh, We're both Greeks. So. It's all the yogurt. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Eating all that Greek yogurt. It keeps you young. <laughs> I Definitely. would eat that Greek yogurt every day if we could get it. I and know, it's not it's the so one good. that he advertises. It's no. not like the yogurt you get in Greece. I'm going soon, so maybe I'll try to smuggle you back some. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> you are so lucky but he's just one of those hollywood hollywood vampires that yeah, just he really never is. grows old and he's I'm, like naomi campbell they and never I, age it's true and i feel like he kind of had a resurgence you know there were a few years people weren't really talking about him that much and then with fuller house coming back and everything and his other show that he had i feel like he's just doing a lot of things he is as well as not aging yes <laughs> <laughs> but staying young. yeah speaking of somebody who's also working hard on staying young and working on his bod his buff bod which also is getting him into trouble because he's ra- he's lifting weights that are too heavy for him uh it is our producer gino orlandini gino the producer drop beats and dropping that knowledge yeah i threw on my back this week uh doing some squats going a little farther than i'm capable um, but you know what would hit me right up is Siggy's Greek yogurt. That's the brand you have to get. Do you guys know this? Siggy's? That's no. the, that's the Greek yogurt du jour. It's got a lot of protein and no sugar and it's delicious. I don't think I've never tried that. That's uh, my pick of the uh, week. And is it really like Greek 
yogurt. It's very thick. Yeah. And it's fat free. And it can't be fat free, though, to be good. I don't think Bonnie's going for like the delicious Greek yogurt, like straight from the source. Okay. Well, I mean, this is this is a little sour. Like you could also maybe use it as cream cheese and a taco because it's yeah, not. I think that's what she's going it's for. Not, it's not super sweet. Um, it's not what it tastes like in Greece, you know. Yeah, uh, but we appreciate the health tip. Sure. I mean, that's just what I'm I'm down with because I'm trying to drop a few lbs. Um, but uh, do you guys want to talk uh, crushes this week? Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Right. Okay. I have my crush ready. Katrina, to go. why don't you hit us with your crush at Katrina CM on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and Snapchat. Everything. All three. So, yes. Yeah. Easy peasy. My crush of the week is going to Jessica Simpson. Not to throw it all the way back to the early 2000s, but she shared a cheeky snap for her birthday. She looks amazing. And I loved that she kind of poked fun at herself with this chicken of the sea Instagram. Yeah. The, she posted this meme that Whole Foods just found out there's tuna in their chicken and she said it happens to the best of us so I thought it was funny well well, did you also did you also see her butt cheek yes photo saying kissing or kick kick my butt kiss Kiss my my butt butt 36 36. yeah yeah I actually I just mentioned her cheeky birthday snap it was I loved it I thought she looks amazing so she looks amazing but she also went topless and that made us really notice that there's been this huge trend for celebrities to celebrate their birthdays by going topless and taking pictures of themselves <laughs> while they're topless. Khloe Kardashian just did it too. I didn't get the memo for my birthday, but <laughs> no, no, neither did I for like my last, you know, 4,500 birthdays. Gino, did you go topless? Your birthday just passed. I haven't taken my shirt off since like 1998. <laughs> okay. Well, so. Oh, uh, come on. You're flexing at night <laughs> every yeah. night. Looking um, at yourself in the mirror. In the mirror. Maybe, yeah. maybe like in my own apartment. But uh, as far as public goes, I'm. Uh, oh, do you go swimming with a t-shirt on? Do you know? I don't go swimming. I'm like Bonnie. <laughs> I, I don't go to the beach. Or You're anything kind of like a that. vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm more of a creature of the night. Yeah, you I don't. don't, I, don't I don't go the in the sun. So. Okay. I don't go in the sun either, but I spend a lot of time outdoors. I just like so I know stick to the shade till the sun goes down. I don't think. <laughs> I really don't. It's a, it's a weird vibe. But yeah. um, let's ask. Uh, at Bonnie Fuller about her crushes. Bonnie, what are you crushing on this week? Oh, I am crushing on, and maybe I'm like maybe a week late because he was more in the news last week, <laughs> but Prince Harry. Prince Harry, number one, he is dreamy to look at. He's tall, redheaded, and handsome. But beyond that, I, I'm crushing on him because of how honest and open and real he's been. He's like completely opened up, as has Prince William, about how much he was traumatized by his mother's death when he was just about mm-hmm. 12 years old and how he tried to repress the feelings, his grief for so many years. And it almost drove him mad. Like literally it almost drove him crazy. Yeah. He was completely bottled up. He never let himself feel all the grief that he had. And he finally started to see a shrink a couple of years ago. And he said, it just was like this huge emotional breakthrough and it just helped him so much. So now he speaks out about mental health. Yeah. All, a lot. It's all one of, of the his 
Detroit. causes. Yeah, him, Prince William and Kate Middleton, they all speak out about it. And I think it's so great, the transparency that they've created with this and how open they are. You know, it's traditionally you don't see that, especially from the British royal family. So no, they're so all nice. like stiff upper lip. Yeah. And there really are this new wave of royals. You know, Prince William opened up about crying after Princess Diana's death and stuff. And it's great that they're using this to spread awareness. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He said, and I think William talked about this, too, that when their mother died, they were told the morning of that she died. But then they were just taken to church as if it was a normal day. That's and they, they found it really hard to believe. Is our mummy really gone? Because they were the so queen and his and their father, Prince Charles, thought it would be better if they just kept things normal. But it wasn't better because this is their mother and they were 12 and 14 years old. And also Prince um, Harry talked about how he thinks that it was really abusive to have made him yeah. walk behind her casket, you know, for miles. He said <laughs> oh. he was out at her funeral and he said, that it just he was so grief stricken and he yeah. had to keep it together to do that it's keep so calm upsetting. keep calm carry on and tell everyone your feelings that's the new british slogan carry on and tell everyone your feelings no don't tell everyone they're they, they repress it's all about yeah, repressing feelings um okay well that's a good crush everyone always loves the royal family and I also he's them. got you know he's very serious with his new girlfriend megan markle they've been together yeah. for about a year and uh you know, there's no royal proposal yet, but I think it's partly because he wants to figure out how to protect her yeah. from the royal life. She's I an know. actress, of course, based in Toronto. I think she kind of looks a little bit like Kate Middleton, but no one agrees with me. But then no, if you see sometimes her next to Pippa, they kind of look like too. They have similar, like they both have dark hair. I feel like eye shape is similar. They're I both women. They have <laughs> whatever. Two They're arms, both brunettes. Two legs. They're, anyway. Brit. They're both British. Um, okay. Actually, before I get to my crush, uh, we got a couple new reviews. Uh, Ooh, let's oh, hear them. One is not so good, and one is good. So I'll just, well, let's just I'll just wade it. into this. Um, do you guys want the good news or the bad news first? Let's go with good news. Yeah. Okay. Um, CC Marie F88 says, "I'm loving the podcast. Love Bonnie. Love your stories. Uh, you find out every very enter entertaining, especially on a commute to work. Keep it up, everyone." Triple exclamation points. So thank you so much, C. Marie. Thanks, C. Marie. On the other hand, oh. Beth, uh, I guess I'll just call her Beth, F.R. Va is her handle, but we'll just Let's call her Beth, her. has um, some mixed feedback. Now, she gives us four stars. Oh, that's not bad. But okay. she She's has giving some, us some criticism. Criticism. She starts out, love the show, exclamation point. But, Bonnie, this is directed at you. No. Oh, Listen to gosh. the news portion every week, but there's one thing that drives me insane. Bonnie talking like a teenager. It's really annoying and pretty obnoxious at times. I'm 35, Ooh. and I don't speak this way, so why does she? You can do <laughs> pop culture news without talking like a vapid teen. <sighs> Ooh, so Rude. Speaking of vapid. Well, well, you know, here's the thing. Maybe I sound like a teen, but... I'm very enthusiastic about what we do. I Yeah, and I have to back Bonnie up with this. Like, it's really interesting to me working with you. Like, I admire how passionate you really are about this stuff. You really get that excited. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's It never authentic. gets old. So, it just doesn't get old. And, you know, that's just, it's how you are. But hopefully I'm not vapid. I don't mind being called a teen and maybe, <laughs> maybe... Even though I'm older than a teen, maybe it is a it, it drives some of you crazy that I may sound like a teen, <laughs> but I am excited and I enjoy it. But I don't think I'm vapid, unless all teens are vapid. I think, you know, I think maybe you know, in general, all teens are vapid. I want to take the feedback that we get seriously, and and I do, you know, I always do want to encourage Bonnie to try to 
present the gravitas that she has as Bonnie Fuller, an editor that people know in New York City. So I think there is, you know, I don't like how she phrased this, but I think there is something to take away from this because we want our we want to be taken seriously. And, you know, people have said things about me, too, about my drops and stuff. And I've, I've cut those down significantly because uh, we got some negative feedback about that. So I don't know. And I, I um, you know, I appreciate people leaving comments. You know, there's a nice way to say things and a not so nice way to say things. I think this is not quite on the nose, but I don't know. Can we take something away from this or no? I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's I'm not, not. Well, the yeah. thing is, is that is celebrity news in general vapid. We take it seriously. We do. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's also, she must like the it's news, also so. fun. I mean, I like that it is a little bit less serious than the real news. The real news is, is like kind of upsetting right now. And I kind of like that we get to work in this world where the news is, is real, but it's also fun and yeah. it's not of, of huge consequence. And I do think you should enjoy what you do. You know, it's, it's if you you have to enjoy your work. If And I think it's great that we get to do this. You know, we lit literally get to do things that we love to do. So, of course, we're excited about it. Okay. Well, um, but you know what? I do feel that celebrity news, it's not always light. In general, it is lighter, lighter than political news, for example, though we're in, I mean, right now we're in such a weird situation where we have a president who's tweeting and it's not exactly heavy. Like he's saying all kinds of things that are not what most of us would think of as presidential. But on the other hand, celebrity news can be very serious and heavy when people have get hurt or have addictions or get into car crashes or, you know, have serious breakdowns in their relationships. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I really want to point out that I think that celebrity news is important because it's pop culture news and, and celebrities drive the pop culture that we live in. Definitely. They, they drive the music, they drive, um, I mean, obviously they're driving film and television, but what we see on film and television and what we hear from music changes our ideas. And I think that celebrities have made us as a society much more open to diversity, to acceptance, to tolerance, because they are open and accepting. And also it makes us open to creativity. Yeah. You know, the other, the they're very thing, creative. The other thing that you've always said, Bonnie, about this subject that I've liked is that celebrity news and the things that go on in celebrities' personal lives is a window onto our lives and our real lives in a way for us yeah. to talk about real issues that actually affect all of us, mm -hmm. like love and heartbreak and relationships and addiction and, and you know, all these kind of issues that kind of touch everyone. And we, we look at it through a celebrity lens, so it makes it interesting, but it's you can always take away. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot, a lot to learn. Like even from our top story today from Black and Rob, there's so many things that you can relate to in your own life. Well, there's so many things you can relate to and also so many things that you can go, no, I wouldn't handle it that way. Yeah, I would <laughs> not. Even if I'm furious with my ex, post pornographic photos of them <laughs> on my Instagram. That would not be a good idea. No. Rob. That is such a no-no. That is such a no-no. Should we dive right into our first topic then? Um, I, quickly, I'm just going to say quickly, my crush, you can follow me at Gino Orlandini. Um, I'm doing an anti-crush this week. Uh, have you guys heard, do you guys know that Bella Thorne has a song out? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is, Let's listen to it. It is not good. It's no Here it is. surprise I've lost control that 
that is the end of Bella Thorne's part for the whole song. Is I that like I don't I mind her voice? Like I thought her yeah. voice was nice. Okay, that's not her voice. That is auto tuning to the oh come on 10, whatever. I kind of like it. Yeah. I thought her voice sounded nice and husky. Yeah, that's that's layers and layers of audio production, and not her voice. So. I mean, we could sound good too if we sang. Absolutely. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. the, the way that it's so easy now, you just drop a, a filter onto it. It's like it, it's as easy as putting a filter on a Snapchat now to change oh, your voice. I don't mind it. But um, okay, yes, Bonnie, will you uh, tee us off with this Black China discussion? Because this has gone from maybe kind of a shocking, weird situation into one that's venturing into legal territory. Both parties are now lawyered up and Rob is now being represented by Robert Kardashian's friend. Robert Shapiro. Robert Shapiro, who that is crazy. Represented OJ. Black China has her own lawyer. So Bonnie, what yeah, is the latest? Break it down. I know, but he, uh, here's one thing. Why is Robert Shapiro, who's a criminal lawyer, criminal defense lawyer, representing Rob? I mean, well, well, I guess that he could potentially be charged with assault because she, Black China, is claiming that Rob was violent with her. She's claiming that he hit her more than once. So I guess that that would require a lawyer who was uh, a criminal lawyer. Um, but also, the but I would think it'd be more of a civil lawyer because usually a criminal lawyer deals with court cases and she doesn't seem intent to take him to court. There's no police reports that have been filed about this. Yeah, well, there's also the, the the aspect of the revenge porn, which is a crime in California. Now we don't, we haven't heard that any charges are being filed. Right. But, um, Robert Kardashian has also always been kind of a, like a catch-all attorney. I mean, he was a lead counsel for OJ. So then, what did she hire her lawyer for? Then I thought she was going after the revenge porn charges. No, she hasn't. Okay. And it, there was some question at Hollywood Life. We talked to um, a couple of different lawyers. Uh, lawyers who deal with civil cases and criminal about the revenge porn and they said it would be difficult for her to press a revenge porn charge wow. because she liked the photos. Uh -huh. I don't know why she would do that, but she did. And, and that showed that approval. So that would make uh -huh. it hard for them to um, then say that yeah. she that she was upset about it because then why did she like them? That's Do you, so true. So let's, um, so Black China sat down with ABC News this week and I'll just try to play these clips as we kind of get to them and Black's lawyer addressed the revenge porn aspect. Of course, Rob posted all these photos of Black naked, her vagina, her breasts, her butt on Instagram and then her his in Instagram the account Kent was deleted, and of course, this cough. Well, wait, let me just say who the lawyer is. So, the lawyer is Lisa Bloom, and Lisa mm -hmm. is very famous um, because she has been representing a number of the women who also filed civil cases against Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Like, she is a lawyer who, who has made a reputation for herself for representing women who have been um, sexually harassed. Didn't she also or, represent Kathy Griffin after the... I think yeah. Kathy Griffin hired her for... She represents a lot yeah. of women. Women who who have been in... Um, like who have been done wrong by men, particularly. Yeah, and for her, her press conference. Right, her mother her. is a very famous lawyer as well. And, and her mother built her practice around this. And her, I'm just blanking on her mom's name right now. But she, but her mother also is representing some of the women who have filed cases against, um, against Donald Trump. So the mom and Lisa, between the two of them, yeah. are representing a lot of those 17 women that made sexual harassment claims against Donald Trump. 
So this is a kind of case. They're very public lawyers. Yeah. Like Lisa is on TV all mm-hmm. the time. She's used as a commentator yeah. all the time. Um, and she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. She's used to having press conferences. And when you hire her, you're, you want to have... You want people to talk about your case. You want to have a public press conference. Yeah. That's what you want when you hire her. And that's what she did. She yeah. had a public press conference with Black. Yeah. And it's more about, in a way, like a campaign in the for yeah, the public. It seem, yeah, it seems a lot of it seems rooted in public image and, you know, the perception behind it. This is definitely Black's response to Rob. It was a, Rob was out there sort of telling his side of the story that Black cheated and wronged him and, and did all these terrible things. And now this is definitely Black telling her side of the story. And so she sat down with ABC News with this attorney that Bonnie's uh, talking about. And this is her comments about the revenge porn. In California, revenge porn is a crime a civil wrong and a form of domestic abuse, all three. It doesn't matter that you may have given the picture privately to someone voluntarily. That doesn't mean that you consent to have it be posted on the internet for all the world to see. After, Yeah, so um, they, she's saying it's a crime, but then we haven't, we haven't had any inkling that she's gonna, there's gonna be charges pressed or anything like that, but it seems like legal action as far as a civil suit maybe could still be on the table. I mean, why else would you hire an attorney? At least Black China is... Well, that's what I'm confused about because it does kind of seem like this whole public image thing now, but I was under the impression like if you're lawyering up, you're taking this thought they were going to really go, but I guess maybe they've started talking and things are going on now behind the scenes. I think it's just the threat of it and, you know, maybe this gives her better leverage if she's talking about, you know, what kind of child support and stuff like that is going to be coming from Rob. Yeah. Um, I, I think that she, I think that there's uh, a negotiation, a civil negotiation going on behind the scenes. Her mom, by the way, is Gloria Alred, who's yeah. a very famous, also a very famous lawyer who takes on, who takes on cases primarily by women who feel that they have been disempowered by men. Um, so I would say she hired her because she wants to negotiate. She wants a settlement from Rob or from the Kardashians. Because we know that Rob was sort of part of what set this off is that Rob was showering her with a- immense uh, dollar value in gifts. He bought her $250,000 with the jewels and two different luxury cars. Now, all of that was returned by Black China to Rob. And so when um, this was like last week, I think she because um, she was showing off all of her jewelry on Snapchat. Right. And then the mm-hmm. following day, Rob showed he had the cars in his possession. And, right. And it was like revealed that he that China also returned the jewels. So and also the other thing is Rob. Was, I don't know. How do you return those jewels to the store? So let's it was say return, Rob, return to Rob. Return, Rob, Rob right. Return to Rob. So now what does Rob do? He waits and he gives it to his next girlfriend. He Who could knows? probably sell it. But to a jeweler, Rob was yeah. also paying her $16,000 a month rent. And yeah. we hear that he's not doing that anymore. And that China is fine to pay that herself now that well. she has so much going on. And I think we should, you know, talk a little bit more about this interview because she said a lot of things. It was really interesting when she spoke for the first time, yeah, I thought. Let's get to that. So th- the thing that Especially set this the, off yeah. is that Ro- the first thing that happened in this series of events is that she sent Rob a video of her Self. Ch- cheating on him che- with another man, at least making out with another man. And that's yeah. what set Rob right. off. Well, I mean, yes, that's a provocative thing to do. She sent him a video of herself kissing another man who we thought at first it was this guy called Rari, 
but it turned out it was another guy. It was another like Instagram model, some other person yeah. who's, no, who's no, no longer with China. And it's isn't... and that infuriated Rob. And, and then well, she posted pictures on her Instagram of herself with Rari, who's an Instagram yeah. model, in their bed. No, like he could Rari reckon... posted those photos. Okay. Not... So Rari posted pictures. Uh, it's very hard to keep track because there's now... so much going on. Of him... of. In bed, in what Rob perceived as his bed that he made black, that he made dream in, and he was wearing Rob's Versace robe. That yes, really so, and apparent that yeah. really made Rob crazy. And uh, so, not only did she lawyer up and go after Rob, but she also sent a warning letter to Rari saying that she will sue if he posts any photos of her. Which means um, he's got nude photos. Yeah, and of her. Supposedly, he had bought her $135,000 worth of jewelry, he claims, but he had returned it. Um, so I guess they're not really on the best of terms. But he thinks it's actually her lawyer. She doesn't think Black this would have gone Rari. after him. Rari. Yeah, yeah. when Rari saw this go down, he had, the TMZ reported he had second thoughts about having anything to do with Black China. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. sort of backed out of the relationship and got his jewels back. Anyway, so Black spoke to ABC News, and she first responded to all of this happening in general, and then explained why she sent that video to Rob in the first place. Okay, let's hear her explanation. And, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, how could somebody do this to me? And I was very fearful, because I'm like, if you could do this, what else could you possibly do? Kardashian. Okay, so that's her response in general to Rob posting these photos, and then this is about um, the other aspect. Why did you send Rob a video of you with another man? If somebody keeps poking at you and poking at you and poking at you and keep poking at you, you're eventually, you're gonna pop. And so I was just like, maybe if I send this video to him, then he'll just leave me alone. Now, what do you guys think about that as an explanation? I, mean, I think it's a little bit of an instigating move. I don't I think do she thought Rob was going to, you know, take Leave that her alone. lightly. Uh, I, I don't know how you explain that one away, but I guess there's an answer for everything. Well, you know, it's like uh, the explanations for Donald Trump Jr. and his emails. Oh, you know, I just thought it was all innocent. I didn't realize it would provoke. I mean, I don't buy this from her. Well, in fact, we heard exclusively from a source who was friends with China. One of China's friends, this isn't a totally anonymous source, it's someone in, in her circle, who says that China sent this to Rob on purpose to provoke him because she knew it would set him off. She was setting him up and he walked right into her trap. I mean, But why did she want to set him up? That's my question. Money. Now, obvi- I think that he probably has been... Uh, not leaving her alone. I mean, they have to talk to each other because they have dream. They're co-parenting dream. But I'm I mean, sure that Rob is probably texting and, and here. The source he's probably that, texting her and calling her all I the time. I think it comes still. down to dollars and cents here. And I think, you know, we even saw on their show, they kind of do like to, they had this explosive relationship. She knows that when he gets really angry, he takes to social media. His family knows this. He's done it to them. And I, I do want to just say He has done things. it before. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, she's alleging serious claims about abuse. And of course, they should be taken seriously. And who knows what's going on here. Um, but I also do feel like some of this is, you know, it's it's just all I don't know how it adds up to me. The source said China's friend told us that she, um, she was trying to provoke Rob and that um, she knew that this would be his response that and that. That's she what, knew that he would post porn pictures of her? N- not not that exactly that, but she knew he would have a meltdown and she wanted to expose him. She wanted yeah. everyone else to see the side of Rob that she's seen and kind of 
for him to get his just desserts. And that's why she did it. Well, you know, that, that's, but that's parents to a child. I know. And this is crazy to me because like, how's, how is this going to benefit dream one day? Exactly. You know, you have to be it's, mature. I think I, both I, of them seem so I think trying right to provoke a public meltdown yeah. from, from the father of your baby that daughter. That she claims is suicidal is is absolutely not the right way to handle relationship issues and she also claims he's suicidal so like why would you do this to someone that you know struggles with all of these issues that you're saying now well let's go back to the fact that before rob got involved with black he basically was suffering from major depression for about three years he wouldn't come out of his man cave gained a lot of weight yeah he gained a lot of weight he was staying inside he was playing video games he wasn't doing much of anything he He was was living living with chloe he was living my dream life (laughs) like the life (laughs) i aspire to and uh and she was the first person who was able to get him out of the house get him re-involved in life outside of his uh, video games start to eat healthy mm-hmm. workout so she played a really important role she got him to live again and so she, even though her that, family was his family was hesitant about this too oh, they yeah. did warn him oh that's you right know, because about her. of course she was tyga's ex yeah has has king cairo a child with tyga and she pr- tried publicly through social media to provoke kylie for months yeah now so I'm just bringing this up because she's well aware of the fact that he's fragile. And so, yes, if she did this, she knew it would provoke a reaction. Maybe not as extreme as what she predicted, Mm -hmm. but surely there's more positive ways to get what you want. She could have called Lisa Bloom and got her involved in trying to negotiate a better settlement with Rob without having to, I think... um, to needle him on social yeah. media to get that response. Like, I think she could have negotiated a good settlement without doing that. Well, yeah. What do you think? I uh, know. I completely agree. I, I just think you don't, you think, don't so? think so. I think she's in a more powerful position now. She's gotten robbed to do something illegal and she yeah. now has leverage over him. She can threaten legal action. She can threaten. Yeah, I agree with uh, you. She too. Can threaten, I mean, she can get more. This is a huge chip that's in her court now yeah. that she can play and she can play it for money. Now that Rob has committed a crime and done something that she can take. Well, potentially a crime. We don't know that. And it's, again, I well, feel the like revenge porn you know, is a crime. She, well, it is. I know. But as I said, we talked to some we talked to at least two different lawyers who said it might it could be difficult because she liked the photos. It's she a, should not have liked sure, the photos. But it's at least in question. Right. And, and, and yeah. negotiation is all about having chips to play. And this mm-hmm. is two huge chips in her favor that now she can take to the negotiating table behind the scenes, as you say, Bonnie. Now, this is Rob's attorney's response to all of this. The legendary Robert Shapiro. And this is basically all we've really heard from Rob besides one other statement that maybe do you have yeah. Katrina? Well, mm-hmm. well, it's not a statement. It's, it's a story. Yeah. It's a story from TMZ. And yeah. we know that the Kardashians talk to TMZ a lot. Mm-hmm. And in which apparently he he says he's apologized to his mother and his sisters. He realizes what he did was the wrong way to handle it. They were right. Um, he agrees with them that Black China is not great news for him yeah. and he should not have handled this. But he also was insisting or the source insisting, the source in quotes, yeah. insisting to TMZ that he never did anything violent with her. And he also stayed with, he admitted he stayed with China longer than he should have because he grew up in a two-parent household and he wanted the same for Dream. And like Bonnie said, you know, he said that his sisters warned him about China and he told them he should 
they told him to stay away. He ignored them and they were right. Well, so. That's all you know behind closed doors. But here's what Rob's attorney had to say in public, at least. The court today, a response from Rob. On Mr. Kardashian's behalf, uh, apologized and offered our regrets for what has taken place in the past couple of days. And now we move forward to do one thing and one thing only. Whatever in the best interest of this child. Yeah. So speaking of dream, what's interesting is this joint custody because to me it's really interesting because of the alleged abuse claims claims and Black filed a restraining order. She has a restraining order right now against Rob. Right. So and in which she alleges that he abused her. Right. You know what does she say he did? Think she says at one instant she yeah. like grabbed the pushed her down, I'll, grabbed her phone. I'll play the I'll, I'll play the audio from that. So here's what she told ABC News about this alleged Great. abuse. Alleging we'll Kardashian has gotten physical with her. Rob has hit me before, yes. And was that recently? This was in April. Thank you. So the court documents that she filed gave more details about this. She said that they were in an argument. She tried to call Tyga during the argument and that Rob this is well, yes, oh, this is allegedly that Rob was speaking about her a certain way in front of King Cairo. So apparently King Cairo and her son with Tyga was there. Right. So China tried to get her phone to call Tyga. She alleges that Rob then punched her in the side and that she went down to she the ground. Yeah. She went down to the ground and that she was sore for days from this alleged beating. Yeah. Okay. Which, well, if that is, if that if happened, violent, it's a, that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And then I wouldn't want my, you know, child around him if someone has such a bad temper like that, you know? So well, I would certainly be concerned about it. But here's the thing. She yeah. doesn't she says she does not want to take Dream away from Rob and she wants to have joint custody with Rob. Which is just interesting to me, because if you're filing a restraining order against someone you're scared of for your own well-being, wouldn't you as a mother also be concerned for your child? I mean, just maternal instinct, yes. I would me, think. Let me play that part. Hopefully, you know, me and Rob can learn, you know, to have common ground and be the best co-parents as we can be. We think that Rob should also go to anger management classes, but priority one immediately is to protect her safety. So if you're protecting your own safety, I would think, you know, dream safety is obviously, you know, should Paramount. be a concern here, too. Yeah, I, I don't know. When we, we made a bunch of videos about this for our YouTube channel, and I have to say there was I've never seen such. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Unanimity among our commenters. Everyone is basically calling Black China a liar in regards to this allegation. Everyone is making the point like all of a sudden Rob is abusive. This is the first time we're hearing this claim. You know, this seems really timely. For and I do want to say suspicious. And I do want to say, you know, you see this a lot of times and slut shaming is never OK. And it shouldn't matter what Black China has ever done before. If this happened, this is serious and it should be taken seriously. But at the same time, like, so I want to just say that because I think that's a problem just in rape culture in general. But I don't think that's what this is. I don't think people commenting against Black China. I don't think it's just, you know, 
another opportunity for people to slut shame a woman. I do think the things don't add up. It does seem to be monetary driven by money because like I said, if you're so concerned for your own well-being, but you're letting him see his daughter, I I don't know there. I have to say, though, I, I totally agree with you there, Katrina. But the other flavor in the comments, other than Black China is a liar, was the word whore over and over oh, and over and, see, that's and over disgusting. and over. That's and that's a big problem. I mean, you saw just on the news. that, And you was- know what? That's the word that Rob used, has used yeah. before to disparage her when on Instagram, like he has posted. I mean, he's, he's posted messages that too, saying like, that it's and that's not OK. You know, I think it's, it's absolutely not OK. Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, here's who I think is the victim here is baby dream. I agree because mine. neither of her parents are behaving like responsible adults and neither of them is acting in her best interests. Well, because and- not if they were, they wouldn't be number one fighting as intensely as they are, possibly Mm. Rob being violent or allegedly him being violent, um, black posting provocative videos to try and get a reaction out of Rob. That's not mature. They should be thinking about what is best for their daughter and providing her stability and safety. They've both been doing this thing now. I really don't like is they've been both posting a lot of photo or uh, videos of dream on their Snapchat. Well, can't he not post either? I, I don't know. I think it was part of the um of the restraining order that he can't post. I it, know he definitely can't post anything about King Cairo on his social because she was upset that he posted that how Black China stole Christmas with Dream's face and King yeah. Cairo's face on it. What I don't like is that now that there's this feud between them, they're both trying to act like parent of the year, you yeah. know, suddenly posting all this like fun, cutesy stuff with Dream when we didn't see that much of that kind of stuff. Not that this never happened before, but suddenly when they have Dream, it's like they're both sort of using Dream as this like social capital in this. Ay, poor little Dream. I know. You know. Dream, really, Dream is being used as a prop. A yeah, little bit. sweet little and baby girl. What's really interesting is Black- and, then, and the question is, who's really taking care of Dream? Yeah. Do they each have a nanny? Well, because yes, they both have nannies, and the nannies are handling the exchange of dreams since the restraining order because, is in place. Yeah, it must be the nannies who are really taking yeah. care of these kids. Well, now he can't because these two are way so. too busy. TMZ was saying that before that this sort of went legal and everyone lawyered up that it was probably going to be Rob who was going to be raising Dream for the most part because it's been. Tyga, who's been raising King Cairo for the most part. Yeah. Tyga's away so much. Is that really true? Uh, King Cairo has been with Tyga as he's been traveling. So I, I don't know. I mean, they claim that King Cairo spends most of his time with Tyga and, and Black because Black China is like doing all these other things. She's just as busy as he is. And if you've seen her Instagram lately, it is covered in like advertisements yeah. for like the, the sort of the fit tees of the world and a bunch of <laughs> uh, her last two have been about public appearances in LA. So she's yeah. really turning this attention to her advantage to, business. to be able to, you know, do these these club appearances, kind of yeah. like what Scott Disick did. Well, listen, and she also, has to earn a living. So yeah. I can't I can't not applaud her for making the most of her business opportunities and, and earning a living for herself. Yeah. But I, I expect from both of them more mature behavior. What's really interesting, I agree with you, Bonnie, is apparently Black's already thinking about who she wants to date next. Um, She spoke to Us Weekly. She said, I would like somebody confident who takes care of his business, is strong, healthy, somebody that loves their family and treats their friends right and treats me right. And the main thing she's looking for is respect, which she says in the ABC interview that, you know, Rob doesn't respect her. And if that was like her bottom line, her biggest problem uh, uh, with Nightline. So she said, once 
respect comes, then love comes. And when love comes, a really healthy relationship comes, you know, if you don't well, I like how that, she kind of just when she says she wants somebody strong and healthy. Yeah. And, and what else there? Because she's basically saying things that Rob isn't because yeah. he's not Takes been care healthy. Of his business. Confident. He right. He's not confident. And a he has to get him. Yeah. And he hasn't been taking care of his business. And if that's what you're after, I don't know why you went after Rob. Um, but she goes on to say, I feel like the more I share, the more relatable I am. Sorry for laughing there. I don't care how somebody looks at me or their feelings. I know how I am. I know how I treat my friends and family and kids. And that's all I'm worried about. You have some people that's weak and you have some people that's strong. I consider myself a very strong person. Now, the, the big picture thing in this, and ABC News got to this in their interview with Black, is what was her intentions with Rob from the start? Like, why did she get involved with the Kardashians again why is why is she why did she go for this guy when she was with rappers like future and taiga and all these hyper successful guys why did she go find this guy in his basement and ha go have a baby with him and this was her response to that general kind of question i said because i'm the bigger person robert came at me rob has said that you use the kardashians you used him for fame and fortune your response um i was already black china before the kardashians what do you guys make of that? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's a far bigger star now than she ever was before yeah. she was with Rob, Rob Kardashian. And that's what happens when when a C-list celebrity gets with another. Well, I would say he was B-list, you know, in the reality world. Then it's they a, become an A. It's a ladder. It's, it's yeah. I mean, they, they, got, a they got a TV a much show out of it. Bigger star out of it. And oh, that's the other thing. We have reporting saying that Black is talking to Kris Jenner and she would like her own reality show. Oh, God. And there is also talk that Rob and Black may do another season of their show in which they, they talk and get therapy for their problems. So all oh. of this drama... Can all it could all potentially be used to get another TV show? China, but would that really surprise us? No, no. China, no. China now has 13 million Instagram followers, which is a lot. And let's point out, she says, "I was Black China before the Kardashians." Well, if that's your point, why then did you try to trademark the name Andrew, Kardashian. Angela yeah. Renee yeah. Kardashian if Black China was such a big name and so important to you? And of course, the Kardashians. You went don't sound very sympathetic to her at all, Gino. I, I don't. I have to agree with Gino here. And again, like I said, I like I don't think either us saying there's a difference between you know people slut shaming and what us what we're saying night right now. Like, and slut shaming is horrible, but I do think her motives. Like, if you wanted someone strong and healthy and confident why were you dming rob on instagram it's not like you ran into him in a bar looking all confident and he bought you a drink like let's get real you know you have to question the motives right. their she relationship knew. was she explosive knew. she they knew what she was right getting away. involved with why would you have a baby with someone right away i can't you know? take anyone's side in this i mean they both come off really bad in this feud this yeah, is not well, that's what like, i'm saying they there's, both seem like terrible no, people yeah that's what I'm saying. There's nobody's side to take. The only person that really is important here is Dream. We're all, we're all team Dream. And also, listen, yes. King Cairo. There's yeah. two little children involved here that deserve to grow up in healthy, healthy families. And Not I mean, this. she's alleging abuse. Rob was alleging drug use. If any of these things are going on, neither of these people he, should be with the children. Wait, didn't he also say abuse? He also said that Ch Black China hit him. I believe oh. he alleged that she. I gotta look that up. That right she <laughs> hit him too. <laughs> Crazy. Rob is um six foot two and two hundred eighty pounds in in Black China. He's six foot two. He's six two two eighty wow. and wow. Black, Black China is five foot two. So wow. if she hit hit him like boohoo. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, hitting, hitting, hitting is not good, no, no matter what your size. No, it's not, it's the not person good, you're with, male been, or female. I, I've been hit by pl- plenty of women, and none of them were exactly like Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? So it was fine. If I Ron- don't think it's if right. If Ronda Rousey hit me, it would be a crime. But you know, the women who have hit me have been on the small well, side. Well, uh, no, no doubt you deserved it. No, no, no <laughs> doubt. No, no doubt I deserved it. Totally deserved. I don't, and let me just stand back yes. for a second. I don't believe that anybody should hit anybody, even if it's Gino. I'm with you, Bonnie. Even if they're hitting Gino. No, that still is no, no. I had to break up with a girl once because she was always pretending to hit me. She <laughs> thought it was really funny to like pretend to throw a punch to see if I would flinch. And she was doing it constantly and I couldn't get really? her to stop. I had to end it. Really? She wouldn't stop? Did no, she hit no. you by That's accident so once? She would hit me all the time, but she was just joking and she thought it was really funny. And she also, she oh, thought it was funny insane. to make me like a oh, coward, you know, because she's small and I'm yeah. big. But I just, I didn't, I was like, this isn't funny. Like, I'm not, you know, this is. How a, long were you with her? Maybe like six months or so. And I really liked her otherwise. How often <laughs> would she do that? Oh, every time I saw her. It was like her way of flirting, but I, I asked her really, really pointedly to stop. And it, I got nowhere with it. I'm surprised. Like, what? I, I just think, like, why would anybody in a relationship want to be hit all the time or, I, or pretend hit? I, I found it really awful. She loved to play practical jokes. And I don't <laughs> like practical jokes because the practical joke is only funny for Do the you joker. Watch practical jokers? No, <laughs> no. Because no. it's, really it's always, you know, the joke is on me. I'm not, I'm not laughing with you when you're playing a prank on me, right? So, um, so anyway. You know, that's fine to funny. No, it's not funny. Um, so no hitting. Um, do you guys have more to say about this? I mean, uh, or should we move on to J and Bay? I think we've really, I think we've exhausted the whole, I think we've covered it all. Let's just all say a prayer for little baby dream. She is such a, like such a sweet little innocent caught in the middle of this. She didn't ask for any of this. I think at the end of the day, you know, Rob needs to obviously work on himself and be a more stable parent. And God knows again about all these wild allegations they're both throwing around. And I think, you know, I want, I wish Black's motives seemed more pure, but I just can't get behind them right now. If someone hit me and I was so upset about this revenge porn, I would 100% be seeking legal action and I wouldn't be letting them near my child. Yeah. And she, her legal action is more about publicity so far. Yeah. Okay. So we're agreed. Neither of them is in the right here. They're both in the wrong. They both need to grow up and they both not need to start, stop thinking about publicity and focus on their child. Okay. Let's move on to two other people, kind of three other people (laughs) having like a kind of a very strange relationship, kind of crazy. So Ben Affleck, it turns out, is now seeing a woman called Lindsay Shookus, mm-hmm. who is a producer at SNL here in New York City. He's based on the West Coast. And they are now public. They've been going out on dates. We've had photographs of them together mm-hmm. on dates. They've been in London together. Look very happy. She's a very attractive blonde. I think she's 37 years old. He's 43, 44. So, you know, it's age appropriate. But there are there are claims and they're coming from people and us magazine mm-hmm. uh, saying that they have been in, they got involved when they were both still married, when he was still married to Jennifer Garner um, and she was married to her ex-husband. He's an SNL producer. That, and that the relationship actually started in 2013. Oh, I thought it was 15. No, their affair, they say, began in 2013. That's a long time. Yeah. 2015, I think, is when they announced everything. Well, well, yeah, Jennifer Garner found out about it in 2015. So it had been going on for 
allegedly for two years before she found out. And when she found out and she was in New York, she confronted Lindsay, Lindsay shook us and she asked her to stop seeing Ben. And Lindsay said, no. Yeah. She wouldn't back down. So apparently when they were, you know, this, this, these reports claim that they started an affair in 2013. This was two years before Ben and Jen announced their separation in 2015. Um, She was still with her husband, Kevin Miller, also an SNL. She has a young child. Yeah, and apparently their affair was full on. They would be flying back and forth. They were seen at an after party in New York flirting. Um, You know, they would go to the Mandarin Oriental Hotel here in New York. Apparently they were regulars. That's where kind of this affair went It's a nice hotel. Um, It is a very fancy hotel. Um, So it was a secret rendezvous, and they would meet other places too. It wasn't just in New York. And because they were both so married. That's a heavy-duty affair. Yeah, they were really That's like a real old-fashioned affair. And where you yeah. jet around and you meet in hotels. I haven't yeah. heard about one of those affairs in a long time. So like stressful. when Carrie has an affair with Big on Sex in the City. Well, this um, means that this this affair would have started just a year after Ben Affleck had his last child, Samuel, mm-hmm. who was born in February 2012. Wow. So a year after that Ugh. is when he started the affair, allegedly. The last time that he And apparently her, Jen, Jen Garner, um, Ben Affleck's wife, and Lindsay Shookus' husband found out around the same time, and that's when Garner confronted So it him. had gone on for a couple yeah. of years. They and probably were ben, able to do it because yeah. of the fact that you know, Ben has to travel a lot for work and mm-hmm. he's on sets and he has reasons to be in New York City. And I guess Lindsay was able to find reasons to travel too. I'm well, so what's really interesting is he was last on SNL in May 2013 and Jennifer Garner actually was there and came out during the cameo. I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember that. And that really? was the night that he joined the SNL Five Timers Club. He has hosted yes. the show. Oh, I remember five. that whole thing. We yeah. covered it. And then a month later, that's when they were spotted. And it was really like wink wink yeah <laughs> and a month later he was spotted at uh the premiere for the heat in new york city at stone rose lounge so bar on the upper west side and they were just laughing definitely looked interested in her and they left together with friends and headed to the mandarin oriental hotel bar so Whoa. it looks like it started right after that wow so this is something that they kept under the radar for a long time. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember that he separated from uh, Jen Garner, I think not long after, yeah. um, long after she confronted Lindsay and Lindsay said she wasn't going to allegedly said she wasn't going to give up seeing him. So the marriage basically ended shortly after that. Mm-hmm. But after after it had been going on for quite some time while they were yeah. married. Now, the question is. I have a lot of questions about this. Number one, (laughs) if Ben Affleck was really into this woman, why didn't he end his marriage sooner? Like, why bother to keep your marriage going? Was it just for the sake of the kids? Um, Why try and juggle two women? Or is he just... I mean, he's had a reputation before for cheating. So is he just... Does he like... Does it make a romance more interesting to him when it's kind of like behind the scenes I I think there's just a lot of guys out there especially rich powerful guys who want their cake and eat it too they don't want to give up either woman you don't want to give up your wife the woman that you had kids with you like having her around and you don't want to I don't that relationship has its things in it that you probably like too now maybe you're not no longer like in love with your like primary person but well maybe too because she was married I think it was maybe even more complicated it's not just what he wants it would have mm -hmm. to be what she wanted too yeah but I think she kind of looks like Jennifer Garner, which is weird. Oh, like I he, don't. She's blonde. Jennifer's well, brunette. No, but her features and she's just kind of the same. Like, you know what I mean? Do you know? No. Like, she's very, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, 
I don't know the right she's way a to good describe woman. it. Yeah. There's a she's very attractive. Yeah. And so she Jennifer, is. they're both beautiful women. They're both tall, like I don't know, the facial structure. There's whole, there's this whole movement here in, in New York and Ben Affleck's somewhat an honorary New Yorker of the ethically non-monogamous i i know you guys aren't out here in the in the single world what? but this is like a huge thing now on like what? on like tin- oh explain explain on, on tinder and and uh other you know dating apps is people will tell you up front that they are married or they are in a serious relationship they have or they have a primary re- a primary relationship a primary what? relationship and, and is it often a marriage the primary it's relationship? often a marriage but it's not always a marriage uh, do, and is their spouse or significant other like? Do they know they're doing this? Yeah, yeah. That's why they call it ethically non-monogamous because it's all up front. The spouse knows, the significant other knows, and they're allowed to date. And uh, sometimes it's, it's that situation is, sounds so stressful. I don't even. And I see there is so much of this. Sometimes they're, they're looking for a third person. To if like you need to bring someone into your, a third person, is never going to make a situation. That's better. not. The, I mean, sometimes they're looking for a threesome. But that is the rare case. The usual yeah. case is that they're just dating outside of their primary relationship. Do they relationship. both date outside of their relationship? In, in most cases. No, I've ever... And I've, why is that? Why are they doing that? Are they bored with their relationship? I think it's... it's. I have... <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Katrina's looking this up. I haven't gone on any dates with anyone like this because I'm not interested, but the vibe that I've gotten from, from all the, all the profiles has been that they... They, they are... They just both agree that monogamy is not for them and that they want to have other sexual partners. Oh, so is it about sex or is it about emotional, having emotional it's probably uh, support? I think that's where the ethically non-monogamous theory starts to fall apart is that how you can't how do you separate the two i mean that's where yeah. it gets really messy you know i think people are sometimes they think they're just looking for sex or maybe just another romance on the side but um i think a lot of people do live like this you know a lot of people have lived like this secretly for a long time like ben affleck whatever you have a marriage then you have all these other affairs and so many well, it's pe- very european you know to yes. have a have a marriage and then have affairs on the side the Ital- my, my people very the, accepted. the italians we used to call it our, our guma the, the, the <laughs> a what know, a guma yeah it's the it's the other woman the side piece the side, the side girl. Rappers call it a side girl, right? It's just yeah, there's just this huge trend of people just instead of having it be on the down low, you're just upfront about it. People want to do this, so we both do it, and we both agree to. Are do it. Are they bored in their marriage? Do you think it has to do with that? They're just bored. I think it does. I think it is part of it. Is it staving off boredom? It keeps things interesting, and it keeps things you know sexually interesting. If you you know you've been with someone for five, six, seven, eight, ten years, that maybe the sex isn't what it used to be, and so you go outside the relationship with that. But you don't want to give up the person right so many people have that feeling like you'd never want to lose this person you want them to be a part of your life forever but you do want to have other sexual experiences sounds like something you're interested in oh my Gino. goodness i'm reading about this okay now. okay tell us katrina well one guy says he got into it because his wife was a sex worker who lived in another city who suggested the arrangement up until we met i was a serial monogamist for, and for the seven years before we met she had already been doing more open dating i i mean i just think this is such a red flag like i don't know well, the thing well is, so you're reading about couples that are on, married so and are also a, having they're each they yeah. have permission to have affairs it's an article about um what ethical non-monogamy is and why is it all over okay. Tinder. Just so we can, for our listeners, this is called ethical non-monogamy. So that's a thing. Yes. Ethical non-monogamy. It's not a thing that would work in my marriage, I can tell you that. But 
ethical non-monogamy oh where you're both agreed. He goes on today. I've heard of some other couples still having a don't ask, don't tell policy. That would like that's crazy. But we're the opposite. Even if we sleep with another person, we always fill each other in. We don't have to get into gory details, so to speak. But if I have sex with someone, I absolutely have to let her know and vice versa. It's all about communication. The part that some people have trouble wrapping their minds around is that this has actually brought us closer in many ways. And I think that's due to our very open communication. So is it your spouse or is it just your friends that you're like dishing about your latest conquest it's, it's with? Either, I don't know. It's either or. I've, I've seen I think both. it's crazy. I've seen plenty of both. It's usually non-married couples who have like a life partner that they're going to keep as their, as they say, primary. Usually Prime, they're, they're primary. It's like your doctor. This it's my primary doctor. This does not appeal. Like I said, I have not gone out of a date with anyone like this. It does not appeal to me. I don't want to share my, whoever I'm with with anyone else. I'm selfish that way. And that's not just selfish. I mean, it's like emotionally torturous to be sharing, I would think. And I just think a marriage is sacred, too. I think it's, cre- you know, yeah. like, why why get married? Then? Well, we're, I guess we're old fashioned. Katrina. Single people now outnumber married people. Um, and as far as the U.S. Census I, and I go. Mean, Bonnie can attest to this the most but like you know a marriage is work and it's reward it it is work but it's also rewarding and it's like when it's good work it's really good work you know i don't know i think it's crazy well i don't want to be judgmental i mean everyone can live their life the way they want except when they're except when they're messing up their kids yeah like rob and black it makes me sad but i personally wouldn't want it and i think it's extremely rewarding to have a huge emotional I, commitment to yeah. somebody and to a family like when you got a family you got to be solid there for exactly. your kids but so let's get back to ben affleck well, and Lindsay it, i just feel like with those situations though there's usually you know one person who's more about it than the other i think that's just human nature you know i think it's bound to happen so and if you're not completely 100 percent on the same page that's sad for someone Yeah, I wouldn't want to be like lying at home in bed one night and knowing that my husband is out with some other woman (laughs) having fun and staying over with some other woman. Like, what a drag. That's what Dr. Drew has been saying about this for years. It sounds nice in principle, but it's never even. There's always one. Well, that's my point, yeah. Yeah. do we have final words on Ben and, and Jen? Because okay. we have another ethically well, uh, <laughs> m- non-monogamous relationship to discuss. Okay, getting back to Ben and Lindsay. So Jen confronted her, but now now they're divorced. But it took a long time for them to get divorced. Remember? It really yeah. took a long time. It almost looked like they were going to get back spent, together. There were yeah. some vacations together. He was That's right. still living on the property. They seemed really Well, they really have a huge happy. property. They have more yeah. than one house on the property. But he was there for the kids. So I understand she really wanted to make sure... And continues to want to make sure that he's there as a father for the kids. Like, it's really important for those three kids. So, listen, I got to applaud them both for putting their kids first and him spending a lot of time. And she, her position is that she's supposedly not upset and she accepts she's fine about their relationship now. But she's been through a lot, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, a lot with Ben because we really don't know anything about whether or not. Like Gino says, maybe she has a boyfriend on the side that yeah. we didn't know about. Hello. It doesn't look that way. Um, but she says, you know, as long as if it keeps him healthy, that's all she cares about. You know, sake of the good kids. So, well, maybe she's had it. I with think him. she's just so done with him. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you, Bonnie. I it think was she like, was, okay, he's yours now. She's like, it was just too much. Yeah. You know, after a you certain take point, him. like I don't think she's just happy. It's not her problem. Yeah. And you know, they maybe. were they went to Vegas together, which is something Who, I know. Her, ben, him and Lindsay. Ben and Lindsay. Yeah, and I know he loved to go to Vegas. And with she did Jen. not like Vegas. No, yeah. she never liked his gambling. And in people Vegas. said, yeah, sometimes there was a lot of suspect. Like you know, his gambling. He's a heavy gambler. So. 
Well, anyway. Jen, maybe she's thrilled to have have him be some other I woman's so. problem. Well, ben and Jen had the nanny. Then they had Lindsay. Yeah, where does the nanny fit into all this? Uh, was, was, was she like sandwiched? Was she like relation romance or side he, chick number two? I think him and Lindsay must have always talked and like when it worked, it worked. And now that he's split, they're like seriously dating. That's my take on it. I don't know. Well, they have that situation. And then Jay-Z and Beyonce have Becky with the good hair. So everyone (laughs) has their problems, right? Yeah. Okay. So so Jay-Z's album 444 came out this week. And it's like an ode to an admission, it seems, to him straying. And then him deciding that he needed his marriage. He wanted his marriage and he needed to repair it. So it's kind of like the flip side of Lemonade. And it's all his emotional issues. And I think his, and it's all about his recommitment to Beyonce and their family. And clearly having the twins is like a recommitment that the two of them decided that they would stay in the marriage. They'd work at their marriage and they'd have another more kids. So good for them. Jay-Z raps. I apologize. Often womanized took for my child to be born see through a woman's eyes took for these natural twins to believe in miracles took me too long for this song i don't deserve you says jay-z you don't baby what's really interesting is he even he also talked about you know how it felt when he played played this for beyonce for the first time and his album and she said he said he said, I just played it. We've been in that space where in order for this to work, this can't be fake. Not one ounce. I'm not saying it wasn't uncomfortable because obviously it was because we've been doing it for so long. It was obviously less uncomfortable. So it seems like they've really worked hard on this marriage and broken down. You know, there's no secrets. And well, I good think for them. it's, you know, it's good to see them come out of the other side in this. Most marriages that um, in which there's cheating here in America do survive the cheating. So it's not unusual for there to be an episode of cheating and for a couple to use it to get therapy and recommit. And I bet they went through a lot of therapy. He says, and if my children knew, I don't even know what I would do. If they ain't look at me the same, I would probably die oh. all the shame. Good for him. Good for him yeah. to realize that he would be shamed for Blue Ivy and little Sir and Remy to know about his cheating. You and- did You did that with who, he says? What good is a menage a trois when you have a soulmate? You risk that for Blue. I guess that that is it. That's intense. You would risk just to have like a, a one nighter or a, or a threesome one night, I guess. But if Beyonce wasn't doing the threesome, it must have been with two other women. Yeah. Well, he's a rapper. Uh, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> it's not it's not hard. It's not difficult. I know. He's got a daughter. I like that. He's got a daughter. He's got to look his daughter he, in the eyes. He goes on. Now to he's say- got two daughters. He goes on to say, this is my real life. I just ran into this place and we built this big, beautiful mansion of a relationship that wasn't totally built on the 100% truth and it starts cracking. Things start happening that the public can see. Then we had to get to a point of, okay, tear this down and let's start from the beginning. It's hard. Remember, we just talked about me. Um, Katrina from speed Marcy reading Projects. quotes again. Yes, <laughs> I've been shot at. Put some life into Sorry. this, Katrina. Put okay, some life just, into this. It's long. I've been shot at all kinds of things, but nothing's harder than this. By heart, I'm telling you, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. So it seems like, you know, Jay-Z it's also, intense. He also says, I'm a fan of the record. I, I've been enjoying it. He also yeah. says on the record to uh, Becky with the good hair can go away. <laughs> Got that, Becky? <laughs> well, I'm. they're both in agreement on that, him and Beyonce. Well, listen, I have to applaud both of them 
for expressing, these are artists and they've expressed themselves through their music and their creativity and they're expressing the emotional agony that they went through. Both of them, Beyonce with Lemonade, which was clearly all about Jay-Z's cheating and how it made her feel. And then Jay-Z's confessional with 444. So I I think in this case, like unlike Ben Affleck, who chose to leave his marriage and to be with his other woman, let's applaud Jay-Z for recommitting, realizing the error of his ways and recommitting and not deciding not to do have what is it ethical non-monogamy. Well, it doesn't sound like it was an ethical non-monogamous situation because I don't think no. Beyonce was down. Well, with exactly. It. He decided that he wasn't going to try and that's have just that. Not being monogamous, right? No ethical. Exactly. That no was just uh, cheating. Yeah, flat out uh, cheating threesomes. Yeah, no. wild sex. Jeez, he's an old-fashioned man. Oh God. Oh, but. I don't know, guys. He's literally old, though. He's like... <laughs> he He's... Oh, come on, Gino. Thanks a lot. What is he, 44? I think he's 47. Uh, it's That's old for a rapper is all I'm saying. But he's still... Like, this record is still really good. It's I, not too old for threesomes. No. Um, <laughs> they can still do that at that age. I, li- I liked the album. It isn't my favorite of his, but it's, it's good. And, you know, you listen to it all the way through. It's- 50 Cent dissed it, and he said it, it was like... I was expecting it was like college, like it was like for smart people. It wasn't like street anymore. It wasn't that same like Brooklyn, Jay-Z, who like slang and drugs or whatever. It was like, but you know what? This is Jay-Z is a different point. When's the last time Jay-Z was slinging crack outside the Marcy Projects? Come on. Exactly. (laughs) When was Jay-Z street? He's got a hundred and thirty million dollar mansion. Yeah, like palatial estate. His in like he ain't gonna ever be street again. They can't be street. They're in a hundred and thirty million dollar mansion in LA. New York yeah. is so gentrified now, but despite <laughs> that fact, when I first moved here to New York for like five years ago, I went to look at an apartment that was right by the project where Jay-Z and Dave Chappelle both grew up. Marcy Project. And I got to tell you, that neighborhood is still rough. Like I was like in and out, like, no, thank you. The bed, the room was like a mattress mm-hmm. on the floor in a corner of this just like dump with like 10 people living in it. So where did where did you get a place? I found somewhere in Harlem. With um with a, with like a couple that was like had fallen on hard times and rented me their master bedroom full of bed bugs. It was it was it was. A oh, great you had bed bugs. It was. Oh. that's what was in my price range at the time. You had bed bugs. They didn't charge you extra Did you get for the bed all? bugs. I had to get rid of everything. I, that is yeah. my biggest fear. It was the biggest nightmare because I was working here like really long hours and I went home and discovered the bed bugs. Did you bring them here? I couldn't sleep. No, I had to. No, I. Had Did to. you take off? Do you to... know I used to sit behind you? <laughs> okay, Katrina, okay, you fine. don't have bed bugs. Okay. You would know. Yeah, okay. you would know. They're okay. they're horrific. I mean, they're all over. <laughs> they, it's just... Yeah, my son had got bed bug bed bugs in his last apartment, and they literally had to throw yeah. everything out. The place was had to be fumigated. They had to get all new furniture. All yeah. the time and money yeah. that Threw goes everything into out. it. It was it was horrible. And you see, they're and they're feasting. They're really big. They're fe- they're all, they? they're tiny until they eat you, and then they're full of your blood. So they're like, like, mosquito. like mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah, they fill up with your, and then they're oh very God. visible. Ugh. But what, they're the most. What do they look like? They're oh, really creepy. They're like they're really small and black, but they are vile looking, and they are everywhere, and they cling on to you and suck do you your- feel them when they bite you you do yeah and it hurts 
Oh okay, goodness. enough. This is a this is supposed to be the Hollywood Life podcast <laughs> the about celebrities. We don't need to talk about Gino's bed bugs. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm like we diverted. We got diverted talking about where Jay Z grew up. Well, <laughs> I can guarantee he ain't got no bed bugs now. All I'm no. saying is it's been a hard knock life, <laughs> okay. which he doesn't have anymore. And well, you know, Gino, baby, so, Gino had a hard knock. But life. you know what? Emotional issues are relatable, no matter yes. whether you're a multimillionaire or you're having a hard knock, knock life. So I, I think there's lots of people clearly who relate to cheating and, um, you know, couples not ha- couples having relationship issues and no matter what their economic strata is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for today. Um, we will be back with, uh, we've got a celebrity interview we just posted uh, on Ooh. Tuesday. So if you like our interviews, which I hope you do, go to our podcast with Jill Kargman. Um, Odd Mom Out. Her show starts again actually today. We're on, it's Wednesday, Wednesday nights. On Bravo, right? So yeah, and that was a really fun interview. And next week we will be posting another celebrity interview. Meantime, come back to our news podcast next week too and come to Hollywood Life. Bye. Bye.